Private Practice Fan Podcast, episode number 22. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Private Practice Fan Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And we have some people in the studio with us today. First up, we have... Allison L. And we also have... This is Kim. Andrea. And... Chef Mark. And tonight, we are here to discuss the episode, Nothing to Fear. All right, so who in here wants to explain why in the world we have an entire group of people inside of the GSPN.TV studios? We've all lost our homes and we're living with the Ravenscraft. <laughs> <laughs> I can get used to that because then Mark can make amazing food. Mm. <laughs> I could get used to that, The too. couch is surely comfortable. <laughs> Thank you. As is the floor and the pillows and blankets. <laughs> no, for reals. For reals, we're all here just visiting saying. the Ravenscrafts in in Hebron, Kentucky, which is the the world headquarters of GSPN. Uh-huh. And uh, we were here for last night's Lost uh, premiere, which it's been away for a long, long time, and we we're all highly anticipating, and also to see you. Yeah, and and we have had a wonderful time. And uh, we've had some some excellent people that have joined us uh, for Lost, and we definitely have had a lot of fun with that. And, of course, uh, you guys have some big plans, I think, tomorrow night on Friday evening, and, and very select few people know the details of those plans, I guess. There are plans for all day tomorrow. Uh, okay. Indeed. One of your VIP passes to Vegas gets you through. Gotcha. So... So they have some wonderful events in uh, in a in the attempt to surprise Stephanie with all kinds of goodness. I guess. Sure, I can <laughs> sleepwalk my way through the day, or disappoint with a lack of goodness. It just depends on your perspective tomorrow. We'll there see. You go. Yeah, we'll see what my. <laughs> I'll be fine. Very cool. Well, we're... I've gone on less sleep. I have three children. <laughs> We've been so it blessed happens. to have so many awesome friends that we've met through the GSPN TV community come and uh, travel here from out of town and to participate uh, in so many fun events with us and uh, so we're glad to have you guys here and we have several people of course in the chat room uh, who were here last night exactly if I'm not mistaken we have Jeff and uh, Lee who are probably watching this from their hotel right now and so hello Jeff and uh, Lee and we also have Chris who is back in Texas Mm -hmm. after a long day of flying and uh, we have just finished watching. After staying up on it, did you hear his story about staying up? He didn't go to bed until like 5.30 because he was on his laptop playing and um, it said 4.30 and then he realized that that was his time. Oh. So he was up very, very late oh, no. or early, however you want to. And yet still the first one to breakfast. I know. Yes. Yeah, what's up with that? I was going to comment on breakfast. Maybe helps that, you know, he was right <laughs> across the parking lot. Yes. He knew that he had to go back. (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk about this episode, Nothing to Fear. And uh, it started off with, uh, I guess, a complicated uh, delivery over at the practice. It did. And uh, Stephanie, did you want to tell us a little bit about that storyline? What happened there? Well, just the, the, the baby shoulder was lodged and needed to have an emergency cesarean. And you can't do that in the office. And... 
they had to go to the hospital. All right. It was and and the storyline was that the was the, the woman was was giving the baby up for adoption right. to a couple. Right. And uh, they had some issues. Well, no. they didn't have issues till after he was born. They they went to the hosp- They met him at the. They were at the hospital with them. Yeah. No, I just mean that oh, the storyline okay. yeah. was that they yeah. it created issues because of okay. the medical problems okay. that right. this child had. Right. Uh, so that was that was interesting. So you wanted me to explain the whole storyline. I uh, just thought you meant the opening. You can do whatever you want. You know, okay. you sit in the chair with the I'm most power s- over there. Why? Because mine has a cushion. <laughs> no, because <laughs> just because. Oh, okay. Um. So this is a story that's been. I, go, go ahead. ahead. No, you go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say that that I very much dislike television births. They're, they're very unrealistic. I'm with you. Although the actress did an amazing job screaming in the pain when Addison um, pushed the baby back in. It's very unnatural. Babies aren't supposed to go back that way. <laughs> and um, and I thought that that was, although it didn't happen to me, it happened to my mom. They actually had to literally push my sister back in for a time. And um, that was more realistic than the pushing and the, anyway, that's all. Okay. So this is a storyline that has been going on in the show for a very long time. They've they've carried out this, mm-hmm. these characters. The you know with Dell had a lot. Who who wants to go back and tell a little bit about what Dell did or didn't do? Yeah, apparently Dell went to medical school in one week <laughs> and then became uh, a midwife slash doctor. And uh, he's very fiercely an Aren't advocate he, he's for still just a midwife. <laughs> Midwives deliver babies. No, I know, but it, but still, he became a midwife in like you know an instant. Like it was really fast. <laughs> okay, because I think it's been kind of coming since the beginning. So that's funny. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, but I mean, it just seems like, I and I don't know what the what the timeline is in the actual practice and how much right. time there is between shows. But it just seems like you know they announced that he was doing it, and then like within a few weeks, he was already like giving birth to babies. So I think that he had already been to deliver birthing babies. Yeah, I don't know nothing about birthing no babies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I agree, Stephanie. The very first episode of Private yeah. Practice, they showed, but they Del, would never and he let was, him. He was studying. It was them. all of, and now with Addison uh, being in charge it's kind of like you know there's a new sheriff in town and and he's getting more privileges okay maybe my thing was that that i was was misunderstanding i thought that you needed some kind of special license or something that was outside of just like the practice yeah but that doesn't take as long as it does to go to medical school okay yeah okay so but um and he came back under strict regulations i'm only going to come back if i get privileges to, to practice here right, so that's right yeah i forgot right. that part sorry so, so let, okay. let, Dell obviously i forget did lots. something that that you know maybe was a little questionable when it came to his consultation with this pregnant um mm-hmm. young lady so who can explain you know just briefly what happened back in the well, consistently Dell has been pushing his thoughts and opinions and how he thinks everything should go on to the patients that he is consulting and I think part of the teaching that they need to that they need to enforce with him is the fact that you can't do that you need to give medically sound advice this is not about your opinion and how you feel about a situation this is encouraging the patient to make the decision and right. I, I was not very happy to see that with Dell right. And of course, but Naomi so, pointed it out to him at least. Right. I mean, they're they're kind of touching on it. I think it needs to be a little bit more, you know, forced a little bit more than that in a situation like that. I mean, this is a this is a child's life. Yeah. Is it gonna well, this is also Shondaland. Yes, so it's its yes. own it is. reality. But this whole this whole thing was 
this whole case or situation was birthed from Dell because he was treating this woman who um, didn't necessarily want this baby. You had this couple who had been through so many adoptions and miscarriages through fertility with Naomi. They knew this couple and he's like, hey, let's put them together and and let's put them together and make a family. And so he was he was invested in the the outcome of this. It was. But I, I enjoyed the twist because when mm-hmm. we heard this the first time, you know, she walked in and said, oh, and, you know, I can always change my mind. Right. And they're going to pay for everything. So the twist of the parents kind of freaking out yeah. and backing away from the agreement, that was one I didn't see coming. And I was like, oh. Right. That's, and that's a unique story. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and I really think that it goes to show um, a bond between um, – or. Okay, I'm, it's this is going to sound horrible. It's not going to come out right, but I'll try to tie it all together. Um, but a bond between a mother and a, and a baby, a mother and a child, because they showed that immediately mm-hmm. with the birth mom and the son, but not with the adoptive mom until she touched him right. and, and met him. And, and so I, I liked the way that they portrayed that. I did. I agree with that. Yeah. Cool. It, it was very cool. Now, we have somebody in the chat room who's going by Mac, MAQ in the chat room. And says, "Ugh, I hate their uh, medical ethical dilemmas." And I must say, go- <laughs> no, I'm like, I'm doing the, the air quotes thing, <laughs> exactly. So, the, and, and of course, then he also, or he or she, also says, "But it's nice to see how they balance the storyline and have somebody who either agrees or disagrees with the ethical dilemma that they are facing." I must say that that I I'm getting a little wore out not watching the ethical thing. But I, as a podcaster who tries to stay, you know, pretty neutral, neutral in the area of religion and politics as much as I can. But if you know me, it's difficult. Yes. Illegitimate. (laughs) Exactly. But I will I will just say that it's very difficult for me to continue to podcast on things that I've always seen in my own personal life as black and white issues and then them to show them as gray. And and I'm okay with experiencing that, being exposed to that, and even processing my thinking on that. But it's been difficult for me to actually process my thinking behind a microphone because obviously I'm coming from at least where maybe half of the people already disagree with what I was there before. And as I'm processing this, People are hearing. It's like, well, blah 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 blah. It's like, ah, it's like, ah, this is difficult stuff to podcast about. Yeah, and actually, I'll I'll speak to that a little bit because we spoke about this earlier today, and you got some some rather negative feedback from someone who was very disappointed <laughs> that uh, at your reaction, and uh, and you pointed out, and I I pointed out as well that it's like you've actually come a long way in your ability to take to like, okay, let the storyline happen, and regardless of how you really feel about it. You know, just letting it be and then responding to it. And you really have come a long way in being able to even to, to talk comfortably about some of the topics. And last week's topic in particular, where we had the lesbian love affair and uh, there was a little bit of negative feedback, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but hey, you know, that's that's what the show is all about. It really is about literally. I mean, it's if you want to say there's a formula at all outside of the people sleeping with each other, <laughs> it's the formula is, OK, every week we're going to have two ethical medical dilemmas you know like like max says in the in, yeah. the in the chat room and then we're gonna have one member of the practice for and one member of the practice against and they're gonna argue and then it's gonna resolve itself somehow right all neatly in a bow and, and yes and it, tell me if i'm just completely missing the mark here but last season when this show started 
it wasn't that way, right? Or was it? Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm trying to go back. I mean, there was a lot more. It was about Addison's search for herself. Yeah. That's, that's see, that's good. that's what that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Is is the, I mean, they they had the occasional okay. ethical dilemma, but in this season, from day one, from or from episode one, it's been ethical dilemma. Ethical. Yeah. It's like we've whether been, it was I'm financial, exhausted. whether it was yeah. about uh, assisted suicide, abortion, right. homosexuality, and regardless of what side of the argument you stand on. Unless you completely decide I don't stand on either side, which I mean, obviously you have to be somewhere on the spectrum. It, 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 I'm just saying it, it's it's hard, it's a hard show to podcast about. I mean, because they're going to come. I mean, I'm on one side on some of these things, but then they bring up the next one, and I'm on the other side, and you're just never going to make anybody happy. And when well, you're one of those people per- pleasing people, it's 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 a problem. Not even just as a podcaster, just as a viewer, it's exhausting. To want, you know, I'm. It is. Well, I'm why tired. do you? Why do you think the Shondaland logo is a roller coaster? I know with the heart in it. Well, yeah. You know, a love roller coaster. Yeah. Well, what? Well, what about true. the the other major issue from this episode, which is about assisted suicide? I mean, that's an example mm-hmm. where it's extremely uh, contentious, and then again, two of the members of the practice are really fighting each other, and then of course they have a resolution about it, and they end up right. going one direction. Um, and even within us, we were sort of, there was a little bit of d- debate about, oh, is that right or is that right or is that wrong? You know? Yeah. So I, I, I think it, it, it again is a, is another topic. Now, obviously, um, it, it's not so much in your face as, as some other ones, but it's definitely a hot, a hotly debated political topic. Uh, and we've seen a lot of uh, international news and press. Uh, with uh, what was the name of um, the the lady in oh, in Florida? Florida. Um, uh, oh, I, I I just want to say they're going to Sca- tell us in the chat room. Uh, Scavo, yeah, 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 yeah. No, it is Ter- Terry Terry Shivo. Shivo. See, I was saying is Desperate Housewives. So yeah, so so basically there there was that, and um, the the one thing is is obviously the the the. The writers of the show have one, it seems like an agenda that they want to push. They want to show, you know, well, here we're, we're being we're being balanced and showing this side of the story. But um, and you even said it at the end. It, it's kind of like, well, they're showing, you know, at the first they're saying, listen, prescribing him this medication or giving him a gun. There is no difference. But at the end, they said, OK, well, you understand what we're doing here. It's like, well, yeah. And yes, this is different than giving a gun, which for some people, that's still not the case. They still believe it's the same. So, you know, I think the point they were trying to make was that for this patient, for him, it was what he wanted. And that for and it ultimately they showed the the pain that he was in and the suffering he was going through that ultimately it was a merciful to Mm -hmm. do that in some way. And it was interesting to juxtapose that with. Grays, not that this is Grays, but we had just seen a guy who wanted to die that they wouldn't yeah. let die. And quite frankly, I'm so mentally and physically exhausted, I can't think anymore. I then. know. But when that happened, I was like, was she just lazy to put the two stories in the same week? Or I wondered the same thing. You know, wow. I thought because that's, that's it was too much. Right. That's, yeah, yeah. 
and it wasn't literally assisted suicide, but it kind of was right. in a certain way. I mean, he was already, you know, he his head was all busted open, so it wasn't like she was like, oh, here, take this drug and you'll you'll kill yourself. But she definitely let him know. I mean, again, this is not the Grey's Anatomy podcast, but do you understand was, was what so I'm saying? You know, close. she told him what to do. You know, well, yeah. not what to do, but <laughs> how did they if you do this? This will yourself. happen, right? Exactly. Wink, wink. That's yeah. not seen a word. So it's yeah. um. So I, I want to say that the the story, you know, regardless of where I stand, one side or the other, I, obviously I, there's no question. Everybody knows I'm a I'm more on the pro life end of everything. Uh, I'm I'm not like one of those crazy people that's going to stand in, in the lines and and throw things at you and shout at you. But uh, I definitely um, am a confessed self proclaimed pro lifer. But uh, the thing is, is I definitely had compassion for this man, and I I, I would hate. To see somebody go through pain, and I, I don't know that I understand, you know, his statement of saying, "Well, just being so high on medications that, well, that's not living either." You know, it's like, well, I, I personally, I've, I've seen somebody dying in front of me and being on morphine and, and, and stuff like that, and to kill the pain. So basically, you know, it, it, they didn't give him medicine to kill him, but obviously. The, the way that he died, he had failed kidneys, failed pancreas. I mean, absolute pain. But they gave him morphine, which completely eliminated all the pain of that Mitigate process. And they do this in hospices every single yeah. day. Yes. So the only difference was that this was at home and he took all those drugs earlier in the episode right. to try to hurry to himself along. Yeah. So that, I mean, so but in a way, the, the, the moral issue isn't really, it's not, I mean, and this was the weird part. And I had a question about this because they said, oh, if I give you this drug, it'll reverse the effects of the morphine. Yeah. And they made it seem as if somehow, oh, like him. that's going to reverse this right. whole assisted suicide. All it no. will do is bring his pain back, yeah, which will be even the worse. The point of them right. giving him the morphine was, is that the morphine was an overdose. And oh. That's what helped to kill him. Yes, I don't think. Oh, okay. Wouldn't he Otherwise, have, they would have helped to take away. Yeah, because they could say this is enough. But he took an overdose earlier in the episode. I mean, that was the whole yeah, point. He I took mean, all those drugs, he, and, and they, he wasn't all supposed of those to take. Drugs. And they knew that. But the morphine on top of all those other drugs, right. what helps so is to compound all of that, right. and it makes the effects okay. worse and compounds it within your system yeah. chemically. And yes, it will kill you. The okay. se- Maybe the, this isn't explained that as. Right, that's, that's the problem. I think. Blatantly, yeah. I think if there's anything in this story that kind of just makes him unique and and compassionate for um, the the decision that um, Pete and Sam made to to help him was the fact that he is all alone. And in, in, in the situation where I've experienced this personally, um, it was it was my dad's cousin and. Um, just surrounded by family. I mean, the the his bed, you know, where he was laying, uh, he was there with family. You know, he was he, he kind of in and out of consciousness and stuff like that. And he was talking, and and they were there to be with him through these final hours. And they didn't know if he was going to last, you know, two days, two hours, two minutes. They didn't know, but they were there with him around the clock until he breathed his last breath. And 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 in his case. You know, he had that same option. You know, they could have done the same thing, but it would he would have been, you know, alone, 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 alone. And 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 that's I think the that was the emotional emotional draining thing is the fact that he feared that, you know, it's it and, and I did I will tell you I, I had quit taking notes, but I had to go in and open my notes just to write <laughs> down the line, you were here. Yeah. You know, and that yeah. I wanna say that he right kept there. Repeating it. Yeah. Yeah. 
You want well, people to be able to remember you. Absolutely, you but impact. that became more of over over the minutes when he was saying it. It became less about the man he was holding and more about himself. Exactly, yeah, there was it was a about transition. Pete. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. That's but why. Here, I, that's why Violet's baby has to be Pete. <laughs> oh, Ooh. interesting. Now I want to go back a second to what you said because it maybe that's what was what was bugging me was that it wasn't about assisted suicide. It wasn't. I mean, this they could have got a whole Doctor Kevorkian with this yeah. as an issue, but they didn't. It was about they knew this guy was going to die, and then how were they? You know, would they ease his pain or not? And then what would happen? Yeah, I, and see, the thing is, that's when I hear assisted suicide, I don't hear. What's wrong? Everybody's kind of like looking at each other. Steph typed something in the chat room. Oh, no. Oh, did I forget Stephanie existed? We are distracted no. by the no. chat room tonight. Okay. Okay. So th- th- when I hear assist- assisted suicide, I don't hear, um, you know, what was I going to say? I forget now. About easing someone's pain. Yeah, it, it, it's is not, it easing it, someone's pain it, or is it like literally like, it's okay, like let's just you know, get this over with. Put, put the deadly drugs in my veins and then, well, I die. Yeah. That, 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 that's what I think of. When I hear assisted Can, suicide, it's somebody who's been diagnosed terminally. What? Go ahead. No, I just want to know how long we're going to talk in a circle about the, the when there's so much relationship crap we can talk about. Oh, all right. I'm just, like, I'm just like, okay, was it right? Was it wrong? We'll never know. It's different for each patient, for each family dealing with the patient, and we can talk about it in circles all night long, but I want to talk about Violet's baby. I want to talk about... Go, Steph, go. I want to talk about um, about Charlotte and, and you know not dealing with her daughter dad's death and wanting to cover that up with being getting married i just now whatever. this is a party i want to talk about pain. that was Naomi a great having sex with addison's brother yes. in in the old dude's office that that's what i want to talk about in now this is a party to podcast <laughs> not the well he wasn't old but old as in former. wasn't there former there you go former where, well where do you want to start stuff i don't know <laughs> let's start where you started let's talk about the baby in okay. just right. a second <clears throat> because we found out that there's a baby Sorry. coming there's a baby I'm scared I'm afraid not me Violet that she's Thank terrified <laughs> <laughs> goodness gracious yeah. it's getting okay. hot in here just Who just to clarify for people great. Stephanie cannot have children anymore <laughs> and uh, yeah so no Th- those words will never come out of my mouth again <laughs> God willing oh but um yeah, it's a, it it throws it it throws development into Violet's character. I think in a in a massive way because she's the only thing we've ever seen from her is running from commitment and relationships, and you know the only person she's ever vulnerable with is Cooper. And right, so. I'm interested to see how her character is going to develop through the pregnancy if she chooses to keep it, which I yeah. imagine that she will. I think but she will with the hormones and all yeah. these different things and how she's going to interact with her. She's already not in the right mind. Right. Yeah. I want to say that I really enjoy Violet's character this season versus where they started her out in the first season Definitely. with being like yeah. super stalker like woman. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, how can she actually be a shrink for anyone? Because she is like, <laughs> she is so in need of, have smell. you ever met any shrinks? <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't. Really? <laughs> Wow. Maybe, I don't want to know. Maybe, I, maybe I should become yeah. a shrink then. <laughs> I might be good at it. I, I never have quite gotten the nickname shrink. But anyway, 
Um, Where does that your problems. Yeah, I don't shrink your head. They help you to shrink your problems. See, I would just think your problems is? would get bigger. Oh, okay. And so it. Yeah. Anyway, they're supposed to. Gotcha. Hmm. Shrink your bank account because you become dependent upon yes. them when you really could just go out right and get on. a friend. Oh, Stephanie. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. You were here. You Some were friends here. just like to drink, and those aren't always the ones that are going to help you, though, honey. Yeah, I, I said a good friend, didn't we, I? We, need, we just need to lay people on. For psychologist, it's, she's kidding. Yes. <laughs> Don't sue me. Disclaimer, yeah. <laughs> I did like her with Thank the mom you. in the closet, though. I loved I, it. Th- it was playful. It was fun. It was. And the interaction was really nice. Yeah. S- they each had what the other needed. Yeah. It, I, I, lo- I love when they're the walking door. down the aisle, and she's like, everyone's looking at me. She's like, no, everyone's looking at me. Like, you know, like, yeah. who's walking the mother of the bride? Down Isn't the- that interesting, though? The very first, remember the very first episode where she was talking down the patient, the guy who had yep. to count the, the, the tiles? Yeah. It was very similar. And it's it funny was. that you said that about the early pilot yeah. that we saw so it sort of brought us back because that was the one good great thing about her that we saw in the initial in the pilot episode was that as crazy as she was she was good at what she does right Absolutely. she, yeah. find, yeah. she, she finds relate. a way to connect with mm-hmm. with her patients yeah. which i think yeah. is is very powerful absolutely because she's crazy and i i, I totally <laughs> agree just one to no one <laughs> i there, i you know as, as as i know it was definitely built to be this way but I, I really enjoyed the little scarf in the closet and Whoa. how she pulls it in oh, that, that, that was, was really good so cute. it was adorable under the door it was. so yes. why don't you go to the wedding <laughs> yeah and so and then i i really enjoyed when violet says okay you, i'm gonna break the rules here i'm gonna tell you a little bit and she shared and and that was the first per- time she actually shared that she's pregnant which i just i thought that was pretty yeah. cool you know when i i i liked the scene with which is very fitting for Violet's character, but being on the bathroom floor, kind of laughing, kind of crying, yes. kind of laughing, kind of crying, you know, yeah. I thought that that was fitting for her finding out. Very much. Yeah. Kind of deja vuage of Izzy, though, in hmm? a way. In an awkward way, deja vuage of Izzy. You think? For me, it was a little bit. Hmm. Just a little bit. Okay. Well. I, okay. I'm sorry. I, 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 I don't know. It's interesting. In the chat room, uh, Chris Leavetown is saying she shares with strangers the rape, the pregnancy. And that's an interesting, interesting point. It is. She doesn't share with her close friends or her or exactly. her people mm-hmm. in the practice. She finds – and that's quite common. There's a lot of people who will do that. They don't want to share the intimate things, the things that they're struggling with, with the people that are close to them. Right. But they'll they'll feel comfortable opening up to a complete stranger it probably because you, there's you, no sense the that they're going to come and right. know, is, bring it back absolutely. to you. Which is why I thought it was peculiar that she shared openly the rape thing with Dell of all – out of all her colleagues for it to be with Dell, mm-hmm. you know? Well, she did have the one friend from college that knew about the rape though. Yeah. Mm. So – yeah. No, but I meant within yeah. the sphere of, of, right, of no. practice. It was weird that she would go to him. I mean, I guess in a way it made but sense I to, think to he kind of progress. to hear that. In yeah. the, you know, it, it was more about. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe maybe it's the, the fact that she figures, you know, these people aren't going to go tell because they've obviously got secrets that, you know, I, I've got. And so maybe there's a little comfort there. Uh, or maybe maybe the fact that she feels like, you know, I, I can share because this is going to. You know, when you when you're dealing with your peers, you feel like maybe you have to have a more professional appearance or a mask that you put on. Yeah, but they don't worry about that in this show. I mean, they're they're Obviously. always you know running around crazy and being, so and having sex. Yeah, or, yeah, you know, eating all the cake and stuff. You know, and no doubt. <laughs> that was funny. All right, so uh, Stephanie Cooper and Charlotte. 
Cooper and Charlotte. You were mad. You were really mad last week because you had seen this in the in the preview. Yeah. But were you surprised at the outcome? I was. I, I I was pleasantly surprised because last week we saw her with you know with the white dress on and, and they didn't. Sh- they never the showed us with a white they dress. Show- they showed the veil. They, sh- they just showed the veil, and so they didn't show the bodice. No. And so yeah, no doubt. But anyway, I I, I we thought you know I thought for sure that they were going to try to pull off the wedding, and then even during the show. It's like, uh, let's get married. And it's like, oh, my gosh. So they did spoil this. And then, of course, it shows that, you know, that's not exactly what we had seen. And and I'm okay with those kind of things. But I will still say ABC does often, though, totally give away major plot points. And they'll share a phrase out of the uh, of the upcoming show that is pretty much the the big reveal. Which uh, obviously they did not do. So yes, Stephanie, I was very pleasantly surprised. Oh, good. I'm. I'm glad. I'm glad. I. I. I feel for Charlotte. I really do. Um. Just, I. Yeah. The whole losing her dad. It's just. I. I feel for her and having always put off a relationship because number one, she's you know screwed up like the rest of us, and number two always putting her her career and you know the the moving along of that in front of it and you know now she wants to get married and and her dad's gone and i love that they're showing cooper really being a partner to her and helping her heal and making this real yeah i thought that was beautiful because he does want to marry her he does but in the right way absolutely she's whole Mm -hmm. or as whole as she can be so is charlotte our meredith when she's whole (laughs) I went and got whole and healed for you. I'm all dark and, and you don't even show up. <laughs> I really enjoyed the the actual choosing of the phrases. I mean, obviously he says, "Listen, I do want to marry you, but but not this way." But I love. He, but he, when he says, "When we do get married," mm-hmm. it's like I really like that. It, yeah. There's a perfect choice of when we do, not if we do, but when, when we, we do. Right, because it shows the willingness to to have the commitment. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So uh, let's see okay. here. My, uh, did did we talk about SWAT guy in this episode oh, yet? No, but if they bring him back now, then you know they've broken the penis. Thank you. I, was, <laughs> <laughs> I don't if, think I could have said it with a straight face. <laughs> but um, and if you don't know what that means, you definitely need to listen to Grey's Anatomy right. episode number fifty. I mean, the guy went from a, a, an interesting potential character right. to an a interesting joke. suitor to this. Yeah, to this yeah. pitiful. Right. Sorry, kind of, you Bitter. know, emasculated guy, yeah. you know. Emascul that is the perfect word. Absolutely. And I was so frustrated when <laughs> Mac that's a astute comment. Yes. Oh, okay. We're not gonna read that one out loud. Well, no, it's, we it's, can it's, say I, I've said that on the Desperate Housewives fan podcast before he's he went to an ass. Blop! <laughs> just kidding. You know? I'm just bleeping it out now so I don't have to do any post-production. How come I can say it on one show and not the other? I'm just kidding. Okay. And I was just asking. I didn't know if there was... It, it was does just, this show have a different rating? It, it was then? just meant for He's a just joke. being ridiculous. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't funny. Wah, 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 that's that's a whole other podcast. Uh, it, right it's there. getting really late in Slot here. Slot guy. So anyway, Slot you know, guy. Thank I, you, I can't believe that they even brought him back. I mean, he threw money at her. It was as over as it could get. And yeah. you know, and I she miss you. Another and, guy. I yeah. mean, 
There's your sign, people. Okay. And then she says to him, I really wanted this to work. It's just not. If you really wanted it to work, you'd keep your lips off of another man's right. lip, you know? I think the only reason that they brought her back was to have that tension to be there for, you know, the guy on the fourth floor that, you know, to have that moral dilemma of, do I be with him or do I not because I'm with somebody else? I mean, why else right. would they have brought SWAT guy back? He was done. You're right. <clears throat> and speaking of, of, of the guy on the fourth floor, let's talk about what she finds when she goes to find him on the fourth floor. Thank Seriously? You. Yeah. Seriously. I, I thought for sure that... Uh, seeing your brother have sex on your kitchen floor was enough. Now you got you know. Well, I didn't... I For a second, I, I didn't recognize what was going on. Obviously, you thought they, it was You her. thought it was Wyatt. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was Wyatt. Was Wyatt. Yeah, yeah, Wyatt with Naomi. Yeah. And and it's like... And, and so it's like, I thought she went in... It know, was a Freudian nightmare. <laughs> I know. It's, it's like... my brother. No. It's, it's worse than it being Wyatt, you know? It's... It, it well, really in, a, in a way, it's not though, because I mean, it's obviously no, not what you no, wanted I, to walk in I would on. Much but much rather be my brother than the, the guy that I went to go and be with. Exactly. Absolutely. Well, no, because I it was her that, friend. If it had been some that, random woman, that would have been different. But it was her friend, so yeah, that would have been bizarre. Yeah. I, but I kind of agree with Stephanie. This, for, but for me personally, the reason why I thought it was bad that it was her brother, it was because of the fact that it's showing a rupture in the relationship between Nate and. And, and, uh, Addison and Addison, because they're obviously not telling each other what the struggles they're going through, which before they they, they were very did. opening, very open with each other. So that in that reg- in that regard, yes, I, I agree with Stefan. And wasn't Naomi in or uh, yeah, Naomi insistent that it was just a one time thing? Yeah, with her brother, that you know? she just needed to get it over the to get over yeah, the hump and absolutely. to get you know. Clearly, there it was wasn't. a second hump. That's <laughs> <laughs> I can't follow that up. <laughs> Who can? Oh my goodness! <laughs> so and you know, I, I don't think that. I, I'd like to see where they're going to take it, but I don't think that. I don't know. It's like, what kind of conversation do you have now? Like, yeah. I don't know. Th- that that just makes everything awkward. Not only so. that, but then we're going to get Sam. That's going to want to. Uh, be really pissed again yeah. you know he's gonna be really well, which upset. he can't be because he's with someone else and you but, cannot be yeah no i agree with you that that would make sense, i want him but to this be. is sean the land member yeah so. no i want him to be right because i still believe in sam and naomi maybe this is what it is maybe that's what it is that's what's gonna take so maybe kind of start getting us sort of in that direction again that'd well, be nice we have the will he punch him again that we know there's a special event coming up in two weeks. Yes. That could yes. tend to lead one's mind down a path of not being totally open to all the possibilities of what's going to happen Absolutely. Here. Right. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yep. Crossover. Yes. February sweeps. Absolutely. So next week there is a private practice. Uh, there is. Episode. And Absolutely. we will be here afterwards and we will do our, our initial reaction to that. And uh, anything else? I, I think we covered pretty much everything from this episode, if I'm not mistaken. Sounds right. Yeah. I think it's just going to be you and Steph here live next week, though. Uh, not, yeah. not, not the yeah. collective we. Yeah, it won't be the collective we, but although you guys will be in the chat room, I'm sure. And, I'm sure. And of course, uh, we always have the ability, if anybody wants to, to call in and, and, and all that good stuff. And anytime you guys want to be in on Skype, just let us know and... Turn That's up cool. the temperature a couple degrees. That's right. <laughs> exactly. You we'll, let us know. All right. Just make sure you open the window. There you go. All right, Stephanie, anything else? I don't think so. All right. I, I, I think we did good. I think we did all right. All right. Well, thank you guys. 
I'm so excited to have you guys here in the studio with us. It's really like a dream come true to have have all this stuff happen this week. It, it's fun. It's been a lot of fun, and I'm so glad that we've done it here instead of having our big party somewhere else and feeling so disjointed. It's, it's been a lot of fun. And for those of you who have been following us on Twitter and and have been viewing in the live streaming chat room and, and during the shows and then also last night, uh, we just want to let you know it, it's, it's a huge blast. If you ever have the opportunity uh, to come to one of the meetups, we would love to have you participate with us. And uh, it, it, it's just a lot of fun. It, it's really great. Some wonderful friendships have uh, been built through um, through the community. And uh, it's, a, it's a lot of fun to put actual faces with names and to have conversations. So... Uh, if if it's ever possible, just imagine sometime in the future. And I know we got people from Australia and from all over Europe who have said, you know, one day I'm going to make it to a GSPN.tv meetup. And so we're looking forward to those days. And so I guess everybody, until next time, join, join the, the community. community.